What's going on, everybody? This is Speak Your Mind. Michael Hadley coming to you with Byron Fields. Some coffee talk we're going to have today. You know, we just want to bring this man in. He was an athlete in Chicago a little bit, moved on, and doing pretty well for himself. All right, welcome to the show, Mr. Fields. How we doing, Mr. Hadley? How's life treating you, young brother? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Yeah, uh, good. good seeing you again, brother. Good yes, sir. You. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We just going to do a little talking today, you know, about... You know, I know he was an athlete. This show is kind of about athletes moving forward in their life, you know, once they got out of the sports world or whatever thing they did to move on and successful. You know, we could talk about whatever you want to talk about. Uh, what you feel like talking about today? It's just a little coffee talk today. Um, I'm going to open up with my, my monologue today. I want to talk about the stupidity of Kanye West <laughs> and anybody who feels that uh, he is a good fit for president and... The fact that a black man says he wants to split the vote so that somebody else don't get voted in to help some white man who don't really fuck with us too tough. Now, mm. Mm. That's I tough. know my man Kanye is a, is a product of the city that I'm from, you know. Heard in his raps that, you know, his mama moved him in about some winner when he was about three years old and you know shot time yeah 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 she did some good things for him to keep him right and on the, the straight and narrow path but he didn't got with this woman uh-huh and he lost his motherfucking man <laughs> i'm not gonna say maybe because she a white woman just this, she just this particular woman uh-huh. because i now I look at the whole situation and I used to say Lamar Odoms is crazy but no I think it's all the people in that family <laughs> that's what it is that family it's huh? the whole family <laughs> the whole family nuts you know, huh? you know they drove Lamar crazy they they drove Tristan Thompson crazy. Oh, I forgot about him. The daddy is now the stepmama. <laughs> you know, just a lot of stuff that's just beyond me. Uh, hey man, <laughs> hey man, I tell you what, some things you just don't want to mess with. Everything to look good. What they, my dad used to tell me, everything look good ain't good. Ain't good. Everything uh, that shit glitter ain't gold. Yeah, you know right man? about that. My goodness, man. My goodness, I tell and, you. <laughs> And for, for for a brother to want to hurt people who look like him is discouraging. Yeah, yeah, that is. I, I understand, you know, this is America. America is built on slavery, mm-hmm. the backs of others, and capitalism. Mm-hmm. But I think we've reached a point in in our society where those who have suffered the most are tired. Yeah, yeah. You know, and with that tiredness leads to violence, yeah. leads to rioting, leads to protesting, leads to uprising. Yeah. Um, it, exactly what we went through in the 60s in 50s in this country we are now experiencing that in 2020 and it's 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 a shame yeah yeah so i'm sorry i didn't want to go there with this to start but i had to get that off my chest because 
I used to be a Kanye West fan, like a lot of people. <laughs> but this motherfucker that lost his rabbit ass back. He lost his damn back. <laughs> <laughs> he damn back. Uh, hey, man, you know, the, the, the brother, I heard some stuff about Harriet Tubman and stuff like that. I just couldn't believe it, man. You know, um, I, I think nowadays, man, we should be trying to build our people up, you know, get them in good situations, help people that's not fortunate as other people, and um, I see a lot of brothers that, you know, they might get famous or something and forget that, what it takes, you know, and where they came from, that, you know. That, and I think that is a a large part of it. They forget, like you said, where they came from, and, you know, not just where you came from, you still got people that are probably there. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So, in, the, in essence, you forgetting your people. Yeah. Your heritage, your background, you know, but you know, one thing I've I've heard, and as I've I've aged in this world, it makes more sense to me. And the big it was, the same people you see on your way up will be the same motherfuckers you see on your way down. Yeah, yeah. And I, I never want to see a brother fail. But if your intent is to help someone hurt. The people who look like you live the way you lived, who are also trying to, you know, lift themselves up, you know, with their bootstrap from their bootstraps, or right. you know, whatever that saying is. Right. When you when you when you intentionally try to hurt those people, I definitely have a problem. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And I'm not saying I didn't did everything right. You know what I'm saying? I've done some really fucked up shit in my lifetime, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And got a got a record on file to prove it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's it's not where I, it's not who I am mm-hmm. at 20, it's who I am at 40. Did I learn and grow from those experiences? Right. And with that knowledge, am I willing to share that knowledge with somebody who could use it? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and not take it to my grave. You know, it's like, if I make it, I don't want you to make it because it can't be too many of us in here. Yeah, like no. crabs in a bucket, yeah. huh? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Why we all can't be in here? Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I want everybody to, to be well off. Now, just because I want everybody to be well off don't mean everybody want to be well off. Yeah, it's that's just, true. It's some people who just like being in in them in that moment, in yeah. that place. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I got some people's that I'm related to, love to the fullest, <laughs> will give my left arm for right now. Yeah, yeah. Don't want nothing more to be thugging it. And that's fine for their life, but I'm yeah. I'm too old for being the, for, for the thugging this stuff, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, and I, I think when you get older, you kind of, and you get a family, you want to grow out of that stuff, you know, and uh, you want your kids to see you doing positive stuff. And being uh, successful out here, you know, and everybody can understand, success don't come with being a millionaire, billionaire either. That's it. That's you know, it. success comes with, you know, you can take care of your family, you can wake up every day, you ain't got to look over your shoulder, you know, your kids are safe and going to school, they ain't got to worry about somebody running through the door. You know, to me, that's success, you know. But how about this? A good night's sleep. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, I'm. When I was in the game, I never understood what a good night's rest was Mm-mm. until I got out of it. And it was like, man, 
I slept through the whole night not thinking if somebody going to kick in my door. Yeah. Whether it be, you know, somebody trying to rob me or the police or you, you, whatever the case may be. Yeah. But that, that first good night's sleep was like, man, this is what I've been missing for umpteen years. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And and and, and, and you can't, you know, I, I guess I was blessed to have a mom and dad that kind of did it and both worked and then until my dad got sick and stuff. But... Um, um, to have that good night's rest, like you said, is tough. Now, I got some family members. Some of them was rough. You know, I don't know if they ever got good night's rest. You know, some of them probably didn't. But, you know, when you out there in that game like that, you know, that's how you think. Sleeping yeah. with your, your thing on your hip, you know, or in the bed with you. Man. You know, you got cameras all over the house. Shoot, if you hear a little sound, you done jumped yeah. up and grabbed everything you need to, to go do what you got to do to somebody. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, um... A lot of people don't think about that, man. You know, I hear all they think about the quick way to get rich. But really, if they really paying attention, the game is dead. Because they ain't doing nothing but telling on you. Because they don't want to go to jail a long time. Man. And even if you ain't did nothing, they tell on you. Shoot, what they call that? Conspiracy or something? Man, they get some niggas with Ricos and everything. Man. <laughs> hey, man. man. All, you know, in the conspiracy, all it takes is somebody to know. Somebody to do and somebody to tell. That's it. <laughs> That's it. And you be like, man, I ain't did a damn thing. I've been minding my own business the whole time. Man, I just got caught up because I know you, man. That's, yep. that's, that's, that's And crazy. now what's that doing? Taking time away from your family, costing you money, and then you're probably going to have to sit in jail a couple of days because you're black and they, use, they ain't going to let you out, man, you know? Man. So, you know, uh, so now you got all that going against you. But, yeah, man, you know, it's just uh, us trying to, be positive. Now let's talk a little bit about uh you growing up in the shop, man. How was it for you? Growing up was amazing. And I saying that looking through the eyes of the person growing up. Yeah. Now looking back through the eyes of an adult. That shit was chaotic to the fullest degree. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> the way you, you know, you like, I, I really did that. I was really there to see that. I was a part of this. You're like, what was going on in my mind to put myself in those positions? And huh. it's clearly a self thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I wasn't forced to do it. You know, I had a good mother. I had a good father. I just liked the streets and doing some street shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even when my mother put us out, I'm 15. My little brother, 13. We out here. Y'all out there tough. We, we out here. We got to get our own crib. We stay with our brother. Sometimes stay with my daddy. You know what I'm saying? Got to get up at 5 o'clock in the morning just to get to school. And I got so many detentions because I got to go from the west side of Chicago all the way to the motherfucking south side of Chicago. And if anybody didn't caught the L of the bus in the city, it ain't shit promised. <laughs> Ain't no telling what you might end up doing. Ain't no telling when they gonna show up. Or what you might see either on there, huh? My goodness. So I say that to say this. 
I had an experience today with my son. Uh-huh. We uh, took a trip to downtown Davenport, Iowa to have lunch. Okay. We, we, our, our intent was to have uh, some Indian food. Yeah. Okay. We pull up to the Indian place. It's a motherfucker out there on that dog food. Full fledged. What? It's, it's 1.30 in the afternoon. He dog food out. He so dog food out, he sleep in front of the, the restaurant with his shoes off like he at the crib. <laughs> <laughs> chilling, huh? He just chilling. <laughs> I jumped out the car. I'm finna say something. The white dude come across the street like, do you see this motherfucker right here? I'm like, bro, I've been sitting on your... Matter of fact, I'm on the phone with Big D when all this shit is transpiring. <laughs> I'm like, I tell Big D, hey, let me call you back and see where this shit go. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the white dude like, hey, wake up. Dude's like, who? White dude's like, you ain't no motherfucker. Al, I'm talking to you. <laughs> the next thing out of this man's house was, take me home. Big like, I ain't got no cop. I ain't taking you nowhere. Take him home. Why you can't take me home, man? What? I ain't got. I just told you I ain't got no car. Nigga, go back to sleep. Like there ain't nothing happened. <laughs> me and my son decided to go to the restaurant. Like we, this is too much. Yeah, yeah, too, we don't want to do this. That's too much right there. <laughs> we come out. What he say? Hey, you live right down the street from me. Can you drop me off at the crib? Never seen this man dead in my life. <laughs> I'm going to have to tell you, no, brother. You, you're going to have to sober up and, and figure out where you live. But you know what I'm saying? It's just you see things like that. You're just like, what got you to the point mm-hmm. where you so out of it that midday you on the street just, uh Yeah. Yeah. Going in and out off that dog food. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, I, 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 that was like that's like one of the things that that irks me the most. I shouldn't say irks, but just makes me wonder the most. And sometimes it it does irk me because it, it it's bothersome. Because you want to know how can a person get to that point where they just they they give up? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and I've been there where. You just you 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 get to that. Maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe you know, the the world will be a better place without me. Right. But you know that's a selfish, mm-hmm. a real selfish thought. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, you're thinking about you, but what about all the people who you yeah. have interacted with, who love you, who care for you, who want the best for you? What what about they feel as well? Yeah. So you know, it's one of those things. Where it's your your direct actions may have an indirect effect on other people. You got to be cognizant of that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and yeah. That's tough. That's tough. And now I think, with that being said, that's kind of what we're going through out here in the world today, where people are saying, you know, hey man, the, the things that you are you're putting in place mm-hmm. to to build up, you know, your fortune. Yeah. Is systemically harming black, brown, and I don't even want to say it's all a black and white thing or a racial thing. My true belief is a have versus have nots situation going on. Mm-hmm. It's the rich; they want to continue to get richer yeah. at the at 
on the backs of those who live the most meekest of lives, which is absolutely crazy. But what's also absolutely crazy to me is that we as though, or or the people who live those lives, mm-hmm. they they feel like, oh, I, I, everything I need to be doing is I need a pair of Jordans. Well, I don't got no house to live in. That don't make no sense. You know what I'm saying? I need I need a Louis Vuitton belt or a Gucci hat. Yeah. But, you know, I I I I, ain't, I can't go to my own house and turn the key, or I, you know, I ain't got no car. Yeah. You know, can I? You know, I like. You 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 telling me. You you order some five hundred dollars shoes, but you jumping on the bus? Don't make sense. How how that work? Don't make sense. You know what I'm saying? Or you spend five hundred dollars on some shoes, but you ain't got nothing saved for a rainy day. Don't Whether make sense. Whether it's in a four hundred one k, a savings account, anything yeah. in in a motherfucking jar with some pennies, you just saving your change or whatever. Yeah. You know I'm I'm, I'm I, I struggle with it, man, and. And I, I try to make light of it by laughing and joking with it, but it's we as when I say we, because I'm still one of them people, because I'm still out here struggling, trying to make it all work. I got kids in school, yeah. you know what I'm saying. I'm trying to not only show them that you know there's a better life to be had, you know I should say not show, but tell them that it's a better life to be had. But I also am trying to show them this is what they have to do in order to to get to that life, G. Mm-hmm. You have to work at something, G. Yeah. And nobody, you ain't gonna wake up tomorrow and a motherfucker gonna knock on your door and tell you, hey, I got the perfect job for you. Nope. Nope. You gotta get out there and work. Mm-hmm. And that's what that's what I don't think a lot of these young kids don't understand. They think they can just put in, like, playing sport, put in half the time. You gotta put that time in the gym. Yes. So, yes. You know, I tell, I tell them, to me, playing sports was harder than a job, cause I can go to work and go home. Yeah. Playing basketball, out. You had to be at three it. or four hours, take a break, lift weights, three or four hours again. So to me, it was like even harder, especially if you're trying to get to that top level. Yeah. Or overseas. Yeah. Cause you don't want that that next man you playing against to be better than you, so you want to put in that extra work to when you go to that camp or to that team. You ready to play and get your bread? Yeah, you, you definitely want to put in the put in put in the work. But you know, the the issue is I don't think this statement is said enough. What you put into something is what you're gonna put get out of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And the kids don't see that because they just oh I I did go to the gym today. I, I went to the gym and I shot thirty minutes or an hour, and I'm done. Oh okay, well. You shot 30 minutes an hour. There's another kid who spent three hours yeah. in that motherfucker. And like you said, went home, had dinner, saw his family, went, lifted, came back and put in another three hours. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. and then you look at their success and be like, man, how they get there? Well, they put in the work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's, they had some sleepless nights. Yeah. Like, oh, I can't sleep. What am I doing? I'm watching game film. I'm I'm doing this. Yeah. You know, everything towards my craft. You know, not oh on game day, I don't you know, like the AI practice. We talking about practice. Yeah, nigga. Practice. You yeah. gotta practice. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But what like, they ain't realizing what AI if they think it, when AI said that AI worked on this game. Yeah, but he's talking about he made it to the highest level. Yeah. So yeah. 
He already put in his work. Yeah. At yeah. the lower level. Yeah. We're talking about your goal and your aspiration to get to where he's at. You got to put in them yeah. at that time. Them, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You may, you're you going to say prom or game. Yeah, yeah. We had we had a young man say that to him one time. <laughs> you know Tell what I'm saying? saying? I said, hey, man, we got a game. Well, I got to go to prom. I got this chick. She older. I'm like, what? Man, I don't give a damn about no motherfucking prom. Get your ass to the damn turn. You trying to go to college or what? Shit, man, you know this, this is where you going to make it, shit. Now, if the young lady really like you, she going to understand. She understand. You know? You understand. And if she really with you, she she definitely pushing you to say, you know what? Go handle your business. Yep. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Because if, if somebody is willing to sacrifice their happiness to see you succeed, that's the motherfucker that's really on your team. Yep. You yep. know what I'm saying? And if they do that for you, when the time comes, you must return that favor. Yeah, yeah, you got to you, you got to take care favor. of them. Make sure they're straight. Man, that is uh that that's some that's some pretty good stuff there, man. Now tell me about what you a little bit what you do now and um how you how you like what you do now. I know you do a little traveling. You know, you're always around going, and you see different stuff out here, you know, in so, the world. So, as a 300-pound stripper, uh, <laughs> boy, hey man, three hundred pound stripper boy, shit, boy. <laughs> you know I carry my weight real good. You oh, know, man. Man. so I've been told. You know, hey, man, I don't no. know what, what, what the fuck, what the name of that motherfucking strip club? They got three hundred pound strippers in there. That's some crazy ass shit. <laughs> it's called. Three elbows plus some. <laughs> That's the name of the club. It's a traveling club. Oh, it's a traveling club. Y'all travel around. Oh shit. Alright, y'all y'all real underground. <laughs> y'all super underground. My goodness. So oh man. My life now is uh I work for a company out of Chicago. I'm not gonna you ain't say put their name out there. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. I do a little selling, I do a little Quoting, I do a little estimating. Um, I do quite a bit of. I'd like to say I'm a more of a Swiss Army knife. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody really knows what it's for, but it always come in handy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I, I, I'm that person. Um, well, we know what that Swiss Army knife can come into if you need it. You know, <laughs> cut somebody up. There you go. We don't know where it can come. Yeah, we know it can come in. Yeah, keep it right on your hip. We know what it can do. <laughs> so we know. We definitely know yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, that is that is true. But uh so how I got here is the craziest of all things. Before I got to this company, I worked at another company and I ain't even gonna lie. Some white women pulled me in play, put me in play. Mm. Some old white women put your boy in play. To work that, huh? To 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 work some numbers. Gave me an opportunity, was just like, man. Now wait, wait a minute, minute. This wasn't no ordinary company. This dude had some big dough. Yeah, 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 yeah. He had a he 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 got he got a a nice little piece of change stacked away. <laughs> yeah, he got a lot of change that way. A lot of change. So, and, 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 and for where you came from, did you picture yourself having that type of job? No, I never saw myself as a as a corporate person at all. 
Yeah. Like, I literally fought tooth and nail not to be corporate. Yeah, yeah. And, again, like I say, these older white ladies was like, no, yeah, the, we need something, someone like you in here to mix things up, mm-hmm. to to add a, whether you want to call it some spice to what was going on, and I just do me, you know what I mean? And with that, we'll say this. When I came on, they made me responsible for a $100 million piece of business. Man, man. And that's a lot of responsibility. That's a lot of responsibility, and I almost shitted bricks. Man. You know, when, when it was like, when I finally got the full understanding yeah. of what was involved in the whole ordeal. Right. You know? And it was like, either I'm going to have to shit or get off the pot. Mm. You know, and I had to make a conscious decision, you know what I mean? Like, I could have said no and and went back to doing whatever the fuck it is I was doing. Yeah. But I decided, let me just see what this be like since, you know, somebody is putting their faith. Like, when I say they put their faith in me, they told the senior VP, well, if you don't hire him for this job, I'm resigning. Yeah, that's some serious faith there. That, that, they show that, you that, know. That type of faith. You know, and, and it was a white lady, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, a right. white lady putting up faith in a black man like that. Yeah, now, that's some stuff. That was the. I tell you, that's some motherfucking. You, as they say, that's some motherfucking shit that, right there. Because you don't shit. hear that too much. And I rock with this white lady now. That's my that's See? my homegirl. Yeah. I call a check on her weekly. She done retired now. She doing her thing. And I call her weekly. See? Check on her. Make sure she's straight. Make sure her. Her husband's straight, you know what I'm saying? Cause she she set me on a different path. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And, yeah. And it's not that I never heard heard it before that I would make a I'd be a good fit for corporate. But everybody I knew in the corporate world was snotty and snot and stuck up and just you know that. Yeah. They gave that aura about themselves that yeah. they were better than the rest, and it just, yeah, you know, like, oh yeah, that's fine. You, I'm glad you got that's the job you want, but that, you know. So, but to just, I say that to say you never, you never know who, who could have a, a positive, of a, a, a positive effect on your life. Yeah, yeah, you know and that's I mean? a hell of a effect. And and I will say this: I would have never thought. Or excuse me, for those who understand this, I would have never thought that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know you did picture because you, you know, know what I'm saying. saying. I talked to your mama, and you was like, you know, I was a fucked up kid. I was like, ah oh, man, you turned out good, man. Your mom was like, no, he was a fucked up kid. <laughs> I said, damn, damn, he wasn't lying. <laughs> oh no, I was a kid that you couldn't tell me I couldn't do something. Mm-hmm. What you mean I can't do that? Yeah. Fuck you. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Don't, don't do that because it's bad. What you mean I can't do that? Fuck you. I'm doing that. You going to see for yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I got to learn. You know, I'm, I'm the kid where you say, stove is hot. Don't touch it's hot. Hot. You got to touch it. I got yeah, to get burned before I believe it's hot. Not just once. 
probably five times. Damn, you was hard-headed hard as hell, hell boy. Hard-headed, make a soft ass, boy. Ah, damn, you boy. Know? Ah, damn. Well, yeah, yeah, that's tough. Yeah, so. That's tough. Yeah, man, I, I see, man. I've been knowing you for a while now, man. And, uh, you know, uh, I think the first time we really got to sit down and chill, we went and refereed some games, you know. Refereed, and uh, I went I went with the brother on the trip. Brother said I owed him a couple dollars. Now they like, man, I don't owe you no motherfucking money. You know, I'm playing with him. He's like, all right. I said, let me get it. Let me get it, brother, his money, man. Get it, brother. We ain't going to be, we ain't going to be fighting over no, no $20. Let me get it, brother, money. Ever since then, man, we've yeah, been. We keep we, it square. Yeah. You keep it square with me, I'll keep it square with you. We've man. been on the up and up ever since then, man. And, uh, and uh, you know, uh, tell me a little bit about. Some of your uh your refing. I know you've been out there. They call you AKA Chocolate Chip. Nah, no, no. There's only only two <laughs> motherfuckers in the whole world speak those words. <laughs> you and Big D. Big D. The, What's his name? AKA what? Truck Turner. Truck we Turner. We trying to kill a nigga. <laughs> that ain't no nigga. That's Truck Turner. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 you know, oh, yeah, we, I mean, and lo- love the relationship that that you, myself, and Big D have built over the last ten years or so. You know, yeah, not yeah. not just from a referee standpoint, but from a brother to brother standpoint. You know what I'm saying? It's a it's a much love, much mutually respected, yeah. you know, thing between between the three of us, man. And you know, what I mean, I got mad love for you, you brothers, man. If you you know, your brothers need me for anything, y'all know I'm them, man. Drop up a hat, man. Whether it's whatever. Yeah. I, you know me, I go all the way there. Yeah. I get I can show up, you know, on fifty. Yeah. Or I can show up on a honey. Yeah. You never know fucking with me someday. Yeah. (laughs) That's the truth. I tell you what, you ain't bad at that brother. When we was at that one hotel and he uh outside about to uh fight the dude fight fight the dude over the parking spot. I'm like, what the hell? He was like we just standing there that day, you know, this brother that got mad, fuck this, I'm tired of this oh, shit. God, I'm like, man, man, what did happen? We just about to go in the room. What are he talking about? He ran up on the dude's oh. car, and I'm like, man, this dude that lost his damn mind. He lost his damn mind. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He in the room talking about the Bible. What he say, Mike? Talk about the Bible. He trying to talk about fucking and sucking when she told him what? Yeah. We got to pray first. We got to pray first. I'm like, wait a minute. Man, what type of stuff is going on? Man, who is who is this guy? Where this guy come from, man? This man reading the Bible, then he talking about fucking and sucking. I'm like, hey, man, we got to get out of here, man. He just tried to attack somebody over a parking spot. Now he in here talking about the Bible. <laughs> and then he go right in the fucking side and say, hey, man, I don't know what this dude, man. He the greatest, bro. Hey, man, I said, this dude here was crazy, man. And, uh, yeah, we done had some serious uh, refereeing stuff we done did out there, man. And, you know, trying to help some people with people in the crowd, get smart with you, talking. And, you know, we the type of brothers, we a ref, we, we'll talk to you for a little bit. But after a while, don't get too crazy because yeah, we throw be- you out. Yeah, I mean, I need you to just be respectful, man. Yeah, you know, you can you can talk all the shit you want to talk, but just 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 don't be disrespectful. Cause I, I you know, I, I, again, I'm not I'm not gonna come off 
straight disrespectful to you unless you come off straight disrespectful to me. Mm-mm. Me, I'm, I'm gonna try to make that light of everything because I want I want it to be easy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like Sunday mornings, baby. You know, I don't want I don't want, I want everybody to be cool. I want I need everybody to get home safely. You know, because we got people who love us. Yeah. Who care about us? Who want to see us? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When I say that, I'm not talking about no murder, death, kill type shit. You know, if we out here fighting amongst each other, police show up, we don't know what's going to happen to us. Nope. We could get killed by the police. Yeah. We could go to jail and and, and, and get get sentenced to years yeah. because of some bullshit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and we don't need that, man. No. Nope. We don't need that. And, and it's it's like the, the hatred between us as brothers... That shit, that shit got to die for real. Yeah, that, that that needs to die more than anything. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. But we need to start learning to treat it like you're 12 years old. You were somebody's backyard. And you you playing two on two, three on three, five on five. You say respect the call. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You respect my call. I'm gonna respect your call. Yeah. Dang. And we keep it moving. Yeah. You know, and but. I'll say this. Refin has probably saved my life. Like some people say the DJ say they like. <laughs> Refin saved my life. <laughs> Cause it keeps all of the some of the headaches and, and, and things that are, are going on in the world and that I experience and see. Yeah. It it, it helps it helps, you know, yeah. shit me shit the rest of that out because I gotta take on some more stuff. Yeah. And you know when when it comes to to the officiating, you get the good and you get the bad. Whether it's good teams, bad teams, good coaches, bad coaches, and and good fans, which yeah, are very far and few between. But we do. I don't know. I'm sure you do. You get it from time to time. You'll you'll find yourself going to the bathroom during. The, during the middle of the game, or excuse me, uh, you know, in between games, and you know, you'll get a parent who'll just say, "Hey, you guys did a hell of a job out there. I appreciate you being out there, yeah, doing what you do. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You know, just like when you and I ref ref that Moline um, Legends game the other day. Yeah, you know what I mean. That that coach, both of them came over later and was like, "Hey, man, I'm glad you guys were." You guys was on this game. You called it fair for both, you know. And that and this came from the losing coach. Yeah. Like you know, we lost, but I don't feel like we were cheated. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I appreciate that. So you know, just those moments to get those that that bit of positivity is worth all the bullshit that I did. Yeah. With, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. But, I, I, one thing I've learned with reffing with you and uh, uh, AKA Truck Turner, Daryl. Um, we usually try to call a fair game because all of us have played basketball. Yes. So we kind of understand basketball at what level it's at. It's not we can't ref grown man like we do in elementary no, games. You cannot. You cannot ref uh elementary games like they grown man. You got to talk to the kids, work them through and then grown man, you just say, hey, man, I'm going to let y'all play or I'm going to call it tight. How do y'all want the yeah. game to be called? Well, yeah. we want you to let us play. All right, then. We're going to let you play. And we had a high, two high school teams that had some talent on it, and we wanted to see them play. We didn't want to dictate the game like you have with a lot of referees yeah, out here. No, my job was to let, let them play. Let them play. I call what I see as a foul. I'm going to let you. I might let you pump. I'm going to let you bump. I'm going to let you touch. 
little hand check here and there. But I ain't going to let you get crazy with it. And do, but I'm gonna let you play, right? You know, and because I, I want to see the, I want to see the talent. I don't want to be the one holding you back. Well, I got a call just to show I'm the ref taking over the game. Well, that that's bullshit yeah, to me when these refs right. out here doing it. Half of them can't ref anyway because they don't even understand. Okay, this kid got a crossover. He ain't carrying the ball. Nope. He just got his hand on the side and he's bringing it through. Or it's a euro step. It's still two steps. Best story. And I got to put this on the record. <laughs> Best Euro story ever. If it ain't funny to you, you don't got a sense of humor. And I say, to hell with you. <laughs> but I'm going to tell my story anyway. Yeah. Okay. I go down to, to a high school. And I'm sorry, Mr. Daryl Lamps. I love you, man. <laughs> he just called you out, man. Mr. Daryl Lamps. How old is Daryl Lamps? 89. 89 still rapping? Man, that man need to go somewhere and sit down somewhere, Donnie. That man need to go sit down and drink some milk. His bone probably brittle on his head. That nigga need milk and magnesium, too, nigga. <laughs> help, him, help him with his stool problem. I don't know. <laughs> Don't tell me the man just shitting on himself. <laughs> ah, I'm mad. I'm mad. I'm mad about him. The man is just shitting on himself. Okay, so oh, we uh, we taking a trip to a game. Oh man! And we are talking basketball as referees do prior to games, and. He said he commenced to tell me, man, I hate that Euro step. So let me go back. This might have been two, maybe three years ago. Okay. So, like I said, we talking basketball, and he's telling me how he hates the Euro step. And in the conversation, I'm trying to explain to him, yo, Mr. Lamps, you know, what does it matter if you take your two steps, you know, vertically? Horizontally, yeah. One step to the left, one step to the right, right. One step forward, one step back. Right. It's still two steps. Right. He said, "Okay, I hear you, but if I see it, I'm calling travel." <laughs> and I literally talked to this man twenty minutes trying to get him to understand that it's not a travel. But I just couldn't get it through his head. He good listen. Huh? He, he didn't want to hit me. He, was, man, he stuck in his ways. Yeah, that, you know man, that man, eighty nine years old, he'd have been through a whole lot, been man. Through a whole lot. And matter of fact, he might have refereed some of uh, old ass D's uh, games when he was in college <laughs> <laughs> back in the forties. He might. Old as he, he probably ref some of Moses games. Oh him and him and James Naismith created the game of basketball <laughs> together. They were we'll playing pick up on the arc. <laughs> Give me the giraffe. <laughs> oh, oh, oh man, man! So we get in the game. Uh huh. Kid come down, hit a kid with the euro. Uh uh. Mr. Laps called travel. Travel. Mm-hmm. And he stand on it. The coach is <laughs> going crazy. He livid. He damn near want to cuss. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hey, coach, I, I don't know. I I, didn't, I, I got to watch up here. Yeah, yeah. You that's your saying? area. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Mr. Lamps commenced to call six 
travels in a row on Euro. Oh, man. The Six? coach is there at the point where he is explosive. <laughs> he said, Mr. Referee, let me talk to you about what he doing. That's a Euro. I said, Coach, what I can do for you, I get him over here and you can talk to him. Right. He said, how can I get him over here fast? I said, call the timeout. He said, give me a 30. I said, timeout, purple. Yeah. Mr. Lamps, coach want to talk to you. Yeah. Ms. Lambs come over. Coach said, hey, that's a Euro step. You don't know about the Euro step? Mr. Lambs calmly looked the man in his eye and said, yeah, but this is America, son. (laughs) 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 This is America, huh? This is America. Ain't no Euros going over in America. Oh, man, Mr. Lamps, man. And walked away. And all I could do is look at the coach and say, what you want me to do? What you want me to do? <laughs> <laughs> going to be a travel every time. Every man. time. He better try to do a different move. A hop yeah, step or something different. Yeah, huh? No Euros. Yeah, nah, Mr. Lambs looked at the Euro like he was taking four steps. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He, he, he 89. He wasn't looking at the two. He seen four. And I think he wore glasses too, don't you? Yeah, he might have seen six steps. That's that you know. He see the mother moon walking down the court. He don't even tell what he see his shoe. That man running. That man having. That man running. That eighty nine still reffing. Yeah, he getting it in though. Yeah, that's amazing, know. man. But you know, for him, it's 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 life or death. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. they say, I do it to to stay living. You yeah, know, yeah. Keep me active. Keep me. You know. You know, interact with other people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's his livelihood. Yeah, because a lot of people get that on. They lost their wife or whoever. You yeah, know, they. And he has lost his wife. You yeah. know, they just end up staying in the house and just die. You know what I'm saying? Yep. You yep. you ain't seen them in a couple weeks. You calling them, man, why ain't they answer the phone? Walking up in the house, they dead and stinking. It's yep. over. Yep. You know yep. what I'm saying? So, you know, uh, that's, that's crazy, man. That's crazy. But I'm definitely, uh, I'm glad, man, that we really had, you know, Went around everywhere, Milwaukee, Chicago, yeah. man, here, the Quad City areas. Uh, shoot, man, we done been everywhere refereeing, man, and we have seen some talented kids. And, um, and some know, bums. And some bums. And some bums. And some bad coaching. Some bad coaching. coaching. Well, the other day, you know, we doing a, a game. Dude up by 15 points, and it's 10 seconds left, and they smiling like they lose. I'm like, Coach, what are you doing? What are you doing, Coach? I'm not the one filing. Well, it's your damn team. Tell him stop, tell him stop filing, Coach. Shit, what you doing over there? And he going to tell me he not the one filing. See, that's what I'm saying. You getting these guys out here coaching these guys, don't know what the hell they doing. Yeah, you can't say, let them, you can't call them. Use the timeout. I'd rather you use the timeout yeah. than waste my time putting my motherfuckers to the line and you up 15 points. Yeah, Lord you winning and you filing like you losing. I'm like, yeah. man, something's wrong. He uh, he was on the short bus or something, riding up he here. On? The short bus. Was he the driver? Yeah, he was the driver, was driver. with the helmet. <laughs> with the helmet. Bait, bait. He was doing it all. I'm like, bait, bait. <laughs> get out. Come on. <laughs> this motherfucker. This boy was tripping, man. So I'm like, good lord, man. <laughs> oh, man. So yeah, man. We've had some, uh, we've had some good times doing this stuff and um, trying to do what we do, man, and um, help some kids. 
talk to yeah, them. That's, that's the most important thing, Mike. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I'm saying? The, the interaction. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And not just with kids that look like me. You know, even kids that don't look like me, yo. Yeah. You know, I, I want you to be the best at what you can be. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And if this is what you want to be, and I got a little, like I say, I ain't got all the info. Yeah. But I got something. Yeah. You know, and if, you, if I got something that you can use, by all means, use it. Yeah. Please use it to help better yourself, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you don't, I just look at life and say, if you come back and I hear you say, did nobody tell me, I'm going to be the motherfucker to raise their hand and go, you a fucking lie, because I told you. Yeah. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah. But I don't like that. I don't like when people be like, no, don't say nothing to them. Well, I, I got to say something to them, because if I see them doing wrong, and I don't say nothing. I'm just as bad as the other people to sit there and watch him do it. Hey, bro. And I'm just as bad as him yeah. for doing it. Yeah, hey, bro. Chill out with that. Don't do that now. You can listen to me or you can listen to that judge. Huh? When he say one year, you say what? Two years. You say something else, three years. You going to keep talking? So I'll tell speaking of a situation like that, I was probably about, tell you how old are you now? So my oldest son is 22, so it had to be about 23, 20, 23, 25 years ago, okay? I, I, and I can't remember the exact situation why I was in court. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And the judge is talking to me. Mm-hmm. Okay, my mama there, you know what I'm saying? Because uh, she was visiting me, and I was, she's like, where, where are you going? I'm like, well, I got to go to court. Like, well, I'm going to go with you. I'm like, it ain't even that type, it ain't even that serious. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But I'm going. You, my baby, I want to go. So we in court, and the the judge is talking to me, and I'm like I say, at this time I'm in my 20s. So you know when you 20, you think you got all the knowledge. Mm-mm. So I'm 20 with a, with uh, with all the knowledge in my mind, mm-hmm. but I got a nice piece of change that I didn't saved up because of you know my <laughs> lifestyle I was living at the time. Yeah, right? yeah. The judge tells me. Because I'm talking over him. Oh, he tell man. me to shut up. I commence to tell him, who the hell you think you talking to? I ain't got to shut up. So if you don't shut up, I'm find you in contempt of court. Oh, man. I said, I don't care if you find me in no contempt of court. What's that, a week in jail? <laughs> <laughs> you you were egg him over, huh? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? He's like, oh, you one of them. That don't bother you. Well, I'm going to find you $250. Fuck your two fifty. I pay your two fifty by the time I get to that door right there. Uh, you oh, you five hundred. Fuck your five hundred. My mama right here. I get shit. You know, like I'm, I'm there. Yeah. When it's all said and done, I owe the courts two thousand dollars for talking. For talking back to the motherfucker. It got to the point where my mama stood up and said, "Boy, if you don't shut your mouth, I'm gonna come down there and slap you in." It. <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That you know, if my mama hadn't have been there, you'd have been in, I'd have been still talking to right now, Mike. Oh, two hundred thousand dollars. Just you know talking that? shit. Fuck you and this court and everything you believe in and stand for and your mama. Because at that time, now I was quick to say that. Yeah. Fuck you and your mama. Just Fuck to, you and your mama. And your you mama. really try to piss yeah, about. Yeah, I'm there. I'm there. I want oh, to be man. pissed off. Yeah, but yeah. you know what I'm saying. To look back on stuff like that is like. Man, you was stupid. <laughs> you wasted two grand. Yeah. Oh, some bullshit. Oh, some bullshit. Oh, you know, and it, and it really kicked in later that night when mother was like, you could have gave that to me. Yeah. You just want to waste it in there on some BS. So, 
Yeah. 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 And, and that's what we trying. I, I'm trying to work with teaching young kids, my kids, you know, other people's kids. They're trying to help them. You know, all I could do with kids is say, hey, I'm, I'm going to give you some advice. It's up to you to listen. If you don't want to listen, then the rest is up to you. And all everything I say to you don't have to apply to you. No. You, I mean, I may give you, you know, a five-minute talk on something. Yeah. And only 30 seconds of it applies to you. Yeah. And that's perfectly fine. If you get if you can use 30, a 30 second snippet yeah. of that conversation to help better your life, and use that 30 seconds and discard the other four minutes and 30 seconds. Yeah, cause that cause just that little bit of advice might save your life. Because you never know who you talking to. You might be talking to a dude who got a gun or a knife in his back pocket. Like you said, you carry that Swiss Army knife. You know, you might be that dude I stab you in your neck. So yeah. you just don't know. So, you know, just you being quiet, all right, I'm going to leave this alone. I'm going to let this go. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm going to let this ride on because yeah. you just don't know. All right, you know, I ain't no punk. Sometimes it ain't no punk. punk. No, man. it's about having some common sense sometimes. That's it. And, 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 you using, and using your brain up there and thinking, you know what, this ain't even worth it. Let me, let me get on out of here, man. You know, you know, because a, a few minutes of pleasure could be a lifetime of pain. Man, nigga, I got one in the other room right now. Yeah? He's 22. 22, yeah. Two minutes of pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> and this dude is a lifetime of pain. <laughs> so you going to give us the finger? You give us the oh, finger. You're going to double finger us right now. <laughs> you, know, you know, so, you know, but. You know, you know that that's the pain right there. That's the pain talk. That's the pain. You know, you know, if your asshole could talk, he your asshole is talking. <laughs> you speaking in tongues. Speaking in tongues. <laughs> you know, but rather that, hey, rather that, brother. I know you've done a good job with that young man. He's uh, in college. He's doing. Uh, he, he's got himself together. He could be one of these kids out here that we know some kids that's in the street that had all the talent in the world and just out here running buck wild. Selling to- on the corner, trying to sell you some cigarettes and could have been in the NBA. Yeah. You know, just blew all their talent. You know, standing on the corner trying to sell you some cigarettes and you like, man, what the hell what happened, happened to, you? to you? Damn, man, I told you to listen and try to, but they didn't want to listen. Now he it messed up basically. It ain't too late for him, but he done messed up a whole lot. Yeah, he, he set himself back. Yeah. He went back to go. He playing sorry. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, you know, one thing we got to get our kids, just all kids to understand, you want to be, you want the win. You want you want the big win. You yep. know, we all want it. Yeah. But sometimes you got to celebrate your small wins to keep you going, to yeah. keep you drive. Yeah. Because if you never celebrate your small wins, you don't know where the hell you are. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. this is one of those things, you know, you, you just you hope for the best and, you know, pray that they 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 get it, you know. Yeah. But yeah. Always, always tell dude, shoot for the, uh, they say shoot for the stars. And if you hit the moon, you okay. Yeah, you okay. <laughs> and um, that's what we... Uh, that's what we try to do, man, on Speak Your Mind, is have brothers come out, give their wisdom and knowledge. And, um, you know, we know you have came and did some positive stuff, what I've seen. And, you know, we just want to let you know, brother, you're always my man. And, 
We enjoy having you on the show. We always going to have you on here again with some of your family members, too, to, to oh, speak because you got some more athletes. I just watched your niece this weekend, and she the real deal. She got game. She trying to do her thing. So she got game. So I'm expecting some. And I know it's your brother training her, and you work with her, you know, and stuff. So, you know, that's the part right there that these people got to understand, you know. When you put it, when you take the time and you see these people out here don't put the time in with their own, man, and then they wonder why their own is running out here crazy. And then sometimes you might put the time in and they just want to be hard-headed. Yeah, but mean, you did your part. Right. That's the goal, though. That That's it right there. Yeah. Did you put, did you give them the time? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, again, so you can't never say that nobody tried or didn't nobody look out for me because that's one thing you never want to look back. You know, as a as an older person, look back on your child's or someone or or a young person in your life. You never want to look back and say, "Did I do enough to put them in the best place to be successful?" Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, and at the same time, I tell all my kids, man, look, if I take one step, you damn sure got to take two. Mm-hmm. You damn sure got to take two. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. That's big. If you don't want to take two steps to to better your life. Then you got a problem. I don't got no problem. You the one. You, it's your problem because when I stop, when you get to a point where I'm I'm done with this, yeah, and it's all on you. You gonna wish you had a motherfucker that take one step for you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, and that one step usually a big step. You know, yeah. it's bigger than they two steps. Yeah, yeah. You know, so that's what they gotta understand is um, that you know. Just having positive people in your life, man, and uh, doing positive things, it can change the way you look at stuff. And, and nobody's saying it's going to always turn up perfect. No, there's it's, no such thing as perfect. No, nah, no. Nah. The thing is you keep trying and keep fighting yeah. and stuff. So, yeah, brother, we're glad to have you on the show, man. I know we'll have you back on here again. We got some more stuff we're going to do with you and your family members. And uh, man, we just—I'm just glad to have you on. Speak your mind, and look forward to have you on there again, my brother. Yeah, I just got one thing for anybody else who comes on after me. Just answer me this one question: What sound does an orangutan make? <laughs> and don't none of you ignorant some bitches get on here and go ooh ooh ah ah. <laughs> Uh, you heard it. You heard it. You heard it. Only, only, only on Speak Your Mind, man. My man Byron, man. Hey, we over and out. Bye. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? This is Speak Your Mind. Michael Hadley coming to you with Byron Fields. Some coffee talk we're going to have today. You know, we just want to bring this man in. He was an athlete in Chicago a little bit. Moved on and doing pretty well for herself. All right, welcome to the show, Mr. Fields. How we doing, Mr. Hadley? How's life treating you, young brother? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Yeah, uh, good. good seeing you again, brother. Good yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We just going to do a little talking today, you know, about, you know, I know he was an athlete. This show is kind of about athletes moving forward in their life, you know, once they got out of the sports world or whatever thing they did to move on and successful, you know, we could talk about whatever you want to talk about, uh, what you feel like talking about today? It's just a little coffee talk today. Um, I'm going to open up with my my monologue today. I want to talk about the stupidity of Kanye West and anybody <laughs> who feels that uh, he is a good fit for president and 
the fact that a black man says he wants to split the vote so that somebody else don't get voted in to help some white man who don't really fuck with us too tough. Now, mm. Mm. That's I tough. know my man Kanye is a, is a product of the city that I'm from, you know. Heard in his raps that, you know, his mama moved him in about some winner when he was about three years old and, you know. Shot time. Yeah, 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 yeah. She did some good things for him to keep him right and on the, the straight and narrow path. But he didn't got with this woman. Uh-huh. And he lost his motherfucking mind. <laughs> I, I'm not going to say maybe because she a white woman. Just this, I, She just this particular woman. Uh-huh. Because I, now I look at the whole situation, and I used to say Lamar Odoms is crazy. But no, I think it's all the people in that family. <laughs> That's what it is, that family, huh? It's the whole family. <laughs> the whole family nuts, you know, huh? You know, they drove Lamar crazy. They they drove Tristan Thompson crazy. Oh, I forgot about him. The daddy is now the stepmama. <laughs> you know, just a lot of stuff that's just beyond me. Uh, hey, man. <laughs> hey, man. I tell you what, some days you just don't want to mess with. <laughs> Everything to look good. What they, my dad used to tell me, everything look good ain't good. Ain't good. Everything uh, that shit glitter ain't gold. Yeah, you know right man? about that. My goodness, and, man. My goodness. I tell and, you. <laughs> and for, for, for a brother to want to hurt people who look like him is discouraging. Yeah, yeah, that is. I understand, you know, this is America. America is built on slavery, mm-hmm. the backs of others, and capitalism. Mm-hmm. But I think we've reached a point in in our society where those who have suffered the most are tired. Yeah, yeah. You know, and with that tiredness leads to violence, leads to rioting, leads to protesting, leads to uprising. Um, Exactly what we went through in the 60s and 50s in this country, we are now experiencing that in 2020. And it's, it's a shame. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sorry I didn't want to go there with this to start. But I had to get that off my chest because I used to be a Kanye West fan, like a lot of people. <laughs> but this motherfucker that lost his rabbit he lost ass back. <laughs> he lost his damn back. Hey, man, you know, the, the, the brother, I heard some stuff about Harriet Tubman and stuff like that. I just couldn't believe it, man. You know, um, I, I think nowadays, man, we should be trying to build our people up you know, get them in good situations, help people that's not fortunate as other people. And um, I see a lot of brothers that, you know, they might get famous or something and forget that, what it takes, you know, and where they came from, you know. And I think that is a a large part of it. They forget, like you say, where they came from and, you know, not just where you came from, you still got people that are probably there. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? So in in essence, you forgetting your people. Yeah, your heritage, your background. You know, 
But you know, one thing I've I've heard, and as I've I've aged in this world, it makes more sense to me. And the big it was, the same people you see on your way up will be the same motherfuckers you see on your way down. Yeah, yeah. And I, I never want to see a brother fail. But if your intent is to help someone hurt the people who look like you, live the way you lived, who are also trying to, you know, lift themselves up, you know, with their bootstrap from their bootstraps, or, right. you know, whatever that saying is. Right. When you when you when you intentionally try to hurt those people, I definitely have a problem. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And I'm not saying I didn't did everything right. You know what I'm saying? I've done some really fucked up shit in my lifetime. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And got a got a record on file to prove it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's it's not where I, it's not who I am mm-hmm. at 20. It's who I am at 40. Did I learn and grow from those experiences? Right. And with that knowledge, am I willing to share that knowledge with somebody who could use it? Yeah, yeah. You know, and not take it to my grave. You know, it's like, if I make it, I don't want you to make it because it can't be too many of us in here. Yeah, like crabs in a bucket, huh? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Why we all can't be in here? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I want everybody to, to be well off. Now, just because I want everybody to be well off don't mean everybody want to be well off. Yeah, it's that's just, true. It's some people who just like being in in them in that moment, in yeah. that place. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I got some peoples that I'm related to, love <laughs> to the fullest, <laughs> will give my left arm for right now. Yeah, yeah. Don't want nothing more to be thugging it. And that's fast for their life, but I'm yeah. I'm too old for being the... For, for the thugging and stuff, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, and I, I think when you get older, you kind of, and you get a family, you want to grow out of that stuff, you know, and uh, you want your kids to see you doing positive stuff and being uh, successful out here. You know, you, and everybody can understand, success don't come with being a millionaire or billionaire either. That's it, that's You know, it. success comes with, you know, you can take care of your family, you can wake up every day, you ain't got to look over your shoulder, you know, your kids is safe and going to school. They ain't got to worry about somebody running through the door. You know, to me, that's success, you know. But how about this? A good night's sleep. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, when I was in the game, I never understood what a good night's rest was Mm-mm. until I got out of it. And it was like, man, I slept through the whole night not thinking if somebody going to kick in my door. Yeah. Whether it be, you know, somebody trying to rob me or the police or you, you, whatever the case may be. Yeah. But that, that first good night's sleep was like, man, this is what I've been missing for umpteen years. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And and and, and, and you can't, you know, I, I guess I was blessed to have a mom and dad that kind of did it and both worked. And then until my dad got sick and stuff. But, um um, to have that good night's nice rest, like you said, is tough. Now, I got some family members. Some of them was rough. You know, I don't know if they ever got good night's nice rest. You know, some of them probably didn't. But, you know, when you out there in that game like that, you know, that's how you think. Sleeping yeah. with your, your thing on your hip, you know, or in the bed with you. Man. You know, you got cameras all over the house. Shoot, if you hear a little sound, you done jumped yeah. up and grabbed everything you need to 
to go do what you got to do to somebody. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, um, a lot of people don't think about that, man. You know, I all they think about the quick way to get rich. But really, if they really paying attention, the game is dead. Because they ain't doing nothing but telling on you. Because they don't want to go to jail a long time. Man. And even if you ain't did nothing, they tell on you. Shoot, what they call that? Conspiracy or something? Man, they can stop niggas with Ricos and that. Ooh, man, man. <laughs> hey, man, man. All, you know, in the conspiracy, all it takes is somebody to know, somebody to do, and somebody to tell. That's it. <laughs> That's it. And you be like, man, I ain't did a damn thing. I've been minding my own business the whole time. Man, I just got caught up because I know you, man. That's the, yep. that's, that's And crazy. now what's that doing? Taking time away from your family. Costing you money, and then you're probably gonna have to sit in jail a couple of days because you're black, and they use they ain't gonna let you out, man, you know. Man. So you know, uh, so now you got all that going against you. But yeah, man, you know it's just uh, us trying to be positive. Now let's talk a little bit about uh, you growing up in the shop, man. How was it for you? Growing up was amazing. And I'm saying that looking through the eyes of the person growing up. Yeah. Now, looking back through the eyes of an adult, that shit was chaotic to the fullest degree. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. (laughs) The way you, you know, you like, I really did that. I was really there to see that. I was a part of this. You're like, what was going on in my mind to put myself in those positions? And it's clearly a self thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wasn't forced to do it. You know, I had a good mother. I had a good father. I just liked the streets and doing some street shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even when my mother put us out, I'm 15, my little brother 13, we out here. Y'all out there, tough. We, we out here. We got to get our own crib. We stay with our brother. Sometimes stay with my daddy. You know what I'm saying? Got to get up at 5 o'clock in the morning just to get to school. And I got so many detentions because I got to go from the west side of Chicago all the way to the motherfucking south side of Chicago. And if anybody caught the L of the bus in the city... And ain't shit promised. <laughs> <laughs> ain't no telling what you might end up doing, huh? Yeah, ain't no telling when they gonna show uh, up. Or uh, what you might see either on there, huh? My goodness. So, I say that to say this. I had an experience today with my son. Uh-huh. We uh, took a trip to downtown Davenport, Iowa to have lunch. Okay. We, we, our, our intent was to have uh, some Indian food. Yeah. Okay. We pull up to the Indian place. It's a motherfucker out there on that dog food, full fledged. What? It's, it's one thirty in the afternoon. He dog food out. He so dog food out. He sleep in front of the the restaurant with his shoes off like he at the crib. <laughs> <laughs> chilling, huh? He just chilling. <laughs> I jump out the car. I'm finna say something. The white dude come across the street like. Do you see this motherfucker right here? I'm like, bro, I've been sitting on your... Matter of fact, I'm on the phone with Big D when all this shit is transpiring. <laughs> I'm like, I tell Big D, hey, let me call you back and see where this shit go. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the white dude like, hey, wake up. 
Dude was like, who? Why you say, you ain't no motherfucker. Al, I'm talking to you. <laughs> the next thing out this man's house was, take me home. Nigga like, I ain't got no cop. I ain't taking you nowhere. Take him home. Why you can't take me home, man? What? I ain't got, I just told you I ain't got no car. Nigga go back to sleep. Like, <laughs> ain't nothing happened. <laughs> Me and my son decided to go to the restaurant. Like, we, this is too much. Yeah, yeah, too, we don't want to do this. That's too much right there. <laughs> we come out. What'd he say? Hey. You live right down the street from me. Can you drop me off at the crib? Never seen this man dead in my life. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and tell you, no, brother. You you gonna have to sober up and, and figure out where you live. But you know what I'm saying? It's just you see things like that. You're just like, what got you to the point mm-hmm. where you so out of it that midday you on the street just. Uh, yeah, yeah. Going in and out off that dog food. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, I, 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 that was like that's like one of the things that that irks me the most. I shouldn't say irks, but just makes me wonder the most. And sometimes it it does irk me because it, it it's bothersome because you want to know how can a person get to that point where they just they they give up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and I've been there where you just you 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 get to that maybe I'm not good enough, maybe you know the the world would be a better place without me. Right. But you know, that's a selfish mm-hmm. a real selfish thought, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah, you thinking about you, but what about all the people who you yeah. have interacted with, who love you, who care for you, who want the best for you. What what about they feeling as well? Yeah. So, you know, it's one of those things where it's your your direct actions may have an indirect effect on other people. You gotta be cognizant of that. Yeah. You know, yeah. and Yeah, that's tough. That's tough. And now I think with that being said, that's kinda what we're going through out here in the world today where people are saying, you know, hey man, the, the things that you are you're putting in place mm-hmm. to to build up you know, your fortune yeah. is is systemically harming black brand. And, and I don't even want to say it's all a black and white thing or a racial thing. My true belief is a have versus have nots situation going on. Mm-hmm. It's the rich they want to continue to get Richer yeah. at the at on the backs of those who live the most meekest of lives, which is absolutely crazy. But what's also absolutely crazy to me is that we, as those or or the people who live those lives, mm-hmm. they they feel like, oh, I, I, everything I need to be doing is I need a pair of Jordans. Well, I don't got no house to live in. That don't make no sense. You know what I'm saying? I need I need a Louis Vuitton belt or a Gucci hat. Yeah, but you know I I I I, ain't, I can't go to my own house and turn the key or I, you know I ain't got no car. Yeah, you know can I you know like you 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 telling me you you order some five hundred dollars shoes but you jumping on the bus? Don't make sense. How how that work? Don't make sense. You know what I'm saying? Or you spend five hundred dollars on some shoes but you ain't got nothing saved for a rainy day. Don't Whether it's sense. in a four hundred one k, a savings account, anything yeah. in, in a motherfucking jar, 
with some pennies. You just saving your change or whatever. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm I, I struggle with it, man, and and I, I try to make light of it by laughing and joking with it, but it's we as when I say we, because I'm still one of them people, because I'm still out here struggling, trying to make it all work. I got kids in school. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to. Not only show them that, you know, there's a better life to be had, you know, I should say not show, but tell them that it's a better life to be had. But I also am trying to show them this is what they have to do in order to to get to that life. G. Mm-hmm. You have to work at something, G. Yeah. And nobody, you ain't going to wake up tomorrow and a motherfucker going to knock on your door and tell you, hey, I got the perfect job for you. Nope. Nope. You got to get out there and work. And that's what that's what I don't think a lot of these young kids don't understand. They think they can just put in like playing sport, put in half the time. You got to put that time in the gym. Yes, so, yes. You know, I tell I tell them, to me, playing sports was harder than a job, cause I can go to work and go home. Yeah. Playing basketball, out you had to be at three it. or four hours, take a break, lift weights, three or four hours again. So to me, it was like even harder. Especially if you're trying to get to that top level yeah. or overseas. Because yeah. you don't want that, that next man you playing against to be better than you. So you want to put in that extra work to when you go to that camp or to that team, you ready to play and get your bread. Yeah, you, you definitely want to put in, the, put, in, put in the work. But, you know, the, the issue is I don't think this statement is said enough. What you put into something is what you're going to get out of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And the kids don't see that because they just, oh, I, I did go to the gym today. I, I went to the gym and I shot 30 minutes or an hour, and I'm done. Oh, okay. Well, you shot 30 minutes an hour. There's another kid who spent three hours yeah. in that motherfucker, and like you said, went home, had dinner, saw his family, went lifted. Came back and put in another three hours. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So, yeah. and then you look at their success and be like, "Man, how they get there? Well, they put in the work." Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And it's they had some sleepless nights. Yeah, like, oh, I can't sleep. What am I doing? I'm watching game film. I'm I'm doing this. Yeah, you know everything towards my craft. You know, not oh on game day. I don't you know like the AI practice. We talking about practice? Yeah, nigga. Practice. You yeah. got to practice. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? But what like, they I ain't realizing, when AI, if they think it, when AI said that, AI worked on this game. Yeah, but he's talking about he made it to the highest level. Yeah, So yeah. he already put in his work yeah. at yeah. the lower level. Yeah. We're talking about your goal and your aspirations to get to where he's at. You got to put in them yeah. at that time. The, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You may... You gonna say prom or game? Yeah, yeah. We had we had a young man say that to us one time. <laughs> you know tell, what I'm tell saying? Me, I said, "Hey man, we got a game. Well, I gotta go to prom. I got this chick. She older. I'm like, what? Man, I don't give a damn about no motherfucking prom. Get your ass to the damn turn. You trying to go to college or what? Shit, man. You know this this is where you gonna make it. Shit. Now, if the young lady really like you, she gonna understand. She understand. You know." You understand, and if she really with you, she she definitely pushing you to say, you know what, go handle your business. Yep, yep. You know what I'm saying? Because if if somebody is willing to sacrifice their happiness to see you succeed, that's a motherfucker that's really on your team. Yep. You yep. know what I'm saying? And if they do that for you, 
when the time comes, you must return that favor. Yeah, yeah, you got to you, you got to take care favor. of them. Make sure they're straight. Man, that is uh that that's some that's some pretty good stuff there, man. Now tell me about which a little bit what you do now and um how you how you like what you do now. I know you do a little traveling. You know, you're always around going, you see different stuff out here, you know, in so, the world. So as a 300 pound stripper, uh <laughs> boy, hey man, three hundred pound stripper boy, shit, boy. <laughs> you know, I care my weight real good, you know. Oh, man. Man. So I've been told, you know. Hey man, I don't no. know what, what what the fuck, what the name of that motherfucking strip club? They got three hundred pound strippers in there. That's some crazy ass shit. <laughs> it's called Three Elbows Plus Some. <laughs> That's the name of the club. It's a traveling club. Oh, it's a traveling club. Y'all travel around. Oh shit. Alright, y'all un- y'all real underground. <laughs> y'all super underground. My goodness. So oh, man. my life now is uh I work for a company out of Chicago. I'm not gonna yeah, put say their that. name out there. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. I do a little Selling, I do a little quoting, I do a little estimating. Um, I do quite a bit of. I'd like to say I'm a more of a Swiss Army knife. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody really knows what it's for, but it always come in handy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I, I, I'm that person. Um, well, we know what that Swiss Army knife can come into if you need it. You know, <laughs> cut somebody up. Yeah. There you go. There you go. We don't know where it can come. Yeah, we know it can come in. Yeah, keep it right on your hip. We know what it can do. <laughs> so we know. We definitely know yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, that is that is true. But uh, so how I got here is the craziest of all things. Before I got to this company, I worked at another company, and. I ain't even gonna lie. Some white women pulled me in play, put me in play. Mm. Some old white women put your boy in play. To work that, huh? To 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 work some numbers. Gave me an opportunity, was just like, man. Now wait, man. wait a wait minute. This wasn't no ordinary company. This dude had some big dough. Yeah, 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 yeah. He had a he 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 got he got a a nice little piece of change stashed away. <laughs> yeah, he got a lot of change stashed away. A lot of change. And, 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 and for where you came from, did you picture yourself having that type of job? No, I never saw myself as a as a corporate person at all. Yeah. Like, I literally fought tooth and nail not to be corporate. Yeah, yeah. And again, like I say, these older white ladies was like, now, yeah, the, we need something, someone like you in here to mix things up, to mm-hmm. to add a, whether you want to call it some spice to what was going on. And I just do me, you know what I mean? And with that, we'll say this. When I came on, they made me responsible for a $100 million piece of business. Man, man, and that's a lot of responsibility. That's a lot of responsibility, and I almost shitted bricks. Man, you know when when it was like when I finally got the full understanding yeah. of what was involved in the whole ordeal, right? You know? And it was like 
either I'm going to have to shit or get off the pot. Mm. You know, and I had to make a conscious decision, you know what I mean? Like, I could have said no and and went back to doing whatever the fuck it is I was doing. Yeah. But I decided, let me just see what this be like since, you know, somebody is putting their faith. Like, when I say they put their faith in me, they told the senior VP, well, if you don't hire him for this job, I'm resigning. Yeah, that's some serious faith there. That, that show that, that you that, know that type of faith. You know, and, and it was a white lady, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, a right. white lady putting up faith in a black man like that. Yeah, now that's yeah, some stuff. That was the. I tell you, that's some motherfucking. You as they say, that's some motherfucking shit that, right there. Because you don't shit. hear that too much. And I rock with this white lady. Now that's my that's See? my homegirl. Yeah, I call a check on her weekly. She done retired now. She doing her thing, and I call her weekly, See? check on her, make sure she's straight, make sure her, her husband's straight, you know what I'm saying? Because she, she set me on a different path. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. And it's not that I never heard heard it before that I would make a, I'd be a good fit for corporate, but everybody I knew in the corporate world was snotty and and stuck up and just you know that yeah. they gave that aura about themselves that yeah. they were better than the rest and it just yeah you know like oh yeah that's fine you I'm glad you got that's the job you want but that you know so but to just, I say that to say you never you never know who who could have a, a positive a, a, a positive effect on your life? Yeah, yeah, you know and that's I mean? a hell of a effect. And and I will say this: I would have never thought, or excuse me, for those who understand this, I would have never thought that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know you did pitch it because you, you know, know what what I'm saying? I was talking to your mama, and you was like, you know. I was a fucked up kid. I was like, oh, man, you turned out good, man. Your mom was like, no, he was a fucked up kid. <laughs> I said, damn. Damn, he wasn't lying. <laughs> oh, nigga. No. I was a kid that you couldn't tell me I couldn't do something. Mm-hmm. What you mean I can't do that? Yeah. Fuck you. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Don't, don't do that because it's bad. What you mean I can't do that? Fuck you. I'm doing that. You going to see for yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I got to learn. You know, I'm, I'm the kid where you say, stove is hot. Don't touch it's hot. Hot. You got to touch it. Yeah, I got to get burned before I believe it's hot. Not just once. Probably five times. Damn. You was hard-headed hard as hell, head, boy. Hard-headed, make a soft ass, boy. Ah, damn, you boy. Ah, damn. Well, yeah, yeah. That's tough. Yeah. So. That's tough. Yeah, man. I, I see, man. I've been knowing you for a while now, man. And, uh. You know, uh, I think the first time we really got to sit down and cheer, we went and refereed some games, you know, refereed. And uh, I, went, I went with the brother on the trip. Brother said I owed him a couple dollars. And I was like, man, I don't owe you no motherfucking money. You know, I'm playing with him. He's like, all right. I said, let me get it. Let me get his brother his money, man. Let's get it, brother. We ain't gonna be we ain't gonna be fighting over no no twenty dollars. Let's get it, brother, money. Ever since then, man, we've yeah, been we keep we, it square. Yeah. You keep it square with me, I'll keep it square with you. We've man. been on the up and up ever since then, man. And uh and uh, you know, uh tell me a little bit about some of your uh your refing. I know you've been out there, they call you AKA chocolate chip. Nah, no, no. The only only two motherfuckers <laughs> in the whole world speak those words. You 
And Big D. Big D. Duh. What's his name? AKA what? Truck Turner. Truck we Turner. We trying to kill a nigga. <laughs> that ain't no nigga. That's Truck Turner. You know. Oh, yeah, we, I mean, and love the relationship that that you, myself, and Big D have built over the last ten years or so. You know, yeah, not yeah. not just from a referee standpoint, but from a brother to brother standpoint. You know what I'm saying? It's a it's a much love, much mutually respected, yeah. you know, thing between between the three of us, man. And you know what I mean? I got mad love for you, you brothers, man. If you you know your brothers need me for anything, y'all know I'm them, man. Drop of a hat, man. Whether it's whatever. Yeah. Now, you know me? I go all the way there. Yeah. I can I can show up. You know, on fifty. Yeah. Or I could show up on a honey. Yeah. You never know fucking with me someday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you That's the truth. I tell you what, you ain't bad at that brother. When we was at that one hotel and he uh outside about the uh fight the dude fight, over the parking fight the spot. dude over the parking spot. I'm like, what the hell? He was like, we just standing there that day, you know, this brother that got mad, fuck this, I'm tired of this oh, shit. I'm like, man, man, what did happen? We just about to go in the room. What he talking about? He ran up on the dude's car, and I'm like, man, this dude had lost his damn mind. He lost his damn mind. You know what I'm saying? He in the room talking about the Bible. What he say, Mike? Talk about the Bible. He trying to talk about fucking and sucking when she told him what? Yeah. We got to pray first. We got to pray first. I'm like, wait a minute. Man, what type of stuff is going on? Man, who is who is this guy? Where did this guy come from, man? Man, reading the Bible, then he talking about fucking and sucking. I'm like, hey, man, we got to get out of here, man. He just tried to attack somebody over a parking spot. Now he in here talking all about the Bible. And then he go right in the fucking side and say, hey, man, I don't know what this dude, man. He the greatest, bro. Hey, man, I said, this dude here was crazy, man. And, uh, yeah, we done had some serious uh, refereeing stuff we done did out there, man. And, you know, trying to help some people with people in the crowd. Get smart with you talking. And, you know, we the type of brothers. We a ref. We, we'll talk to you for a little bit. But after a while, don't get too crazy. Because yeah, we throw be- you out. Yeah, I mean, I need you to just be respectful, man. Yeah, you know, you can you can talk all the shit you want to talk, but just 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 don't be disrespectful. Cause I, I you know, I, I, again, I'm not I'm not gonna come off straight disrespectful to you unless you come off straight disrespectful to me. Mm-mm. Me, I, I'm gonna try to make that light of everything because I want I want it to be easy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like Sunday mornings, baby. You know, I don't want I don't want, I want everybody to be cool. I want I need everybody to get home safely, you know, because we got people who love us. Yeah. Who care about us, who want to see us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When I say that, I'm not talking about no murder, death, kill type shit. You know, if we out here fighting amongst each other, police show up, we don't know what's going to happen to us. Nope. We could get killed by the police. Yeah. We could go to jail and 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 get get sentenced to years yeah. because of some bullshit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and we don't need that, man. No. Nope. We don't need that. And, and it's it's like the the hatred between us as brothers, that shit, that shit got to die for real. Yeah. yeah that, that, that needs to die more than anything. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. But we need to start learning to treat it like you 12 years old, you in somebody's backyard, and you, you playing two-on-two, three-on-three, five-on-five. You say... Respect the call. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You respect my call, I'm going to respect your call. Yeah. Bang. 
and we keep it moving. Yeah. You know, and but I'll say this. Refin has probably saved my life. Like some people say the DJ saved their life. <laughs> Refin saved my life. Because <laughs> it keeps all of the some of the headaches and, and, and things that are, are going on in the world and that I experience and see. Yeah. It it, it helps it helps, you know, yeah. shit me shit the rest of that out because I gotta take on some more stuff. Yeah. And you know, when when it comes to, to the officiating, you get the good and you get the bad. Whether it's good teams, bad teams, good coaches, bad coaches, and and good fans. Yeah, which are very far and few between. But we do. I don't know. I'm sure you do. You get it from time to time. You'll you, you'll find yourself going to the bathroom during a, during the middle of a game, or excuse me, a, you know, in between games, and you know, you'll get a parent who'll just say, "Hey, you guys did a hell of a job out there. I appreciate you being out there. Yeah, doing what you do. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You know, just like when you and I ref ref that Moline." Um, Legends game the other day. Yeah, you know what I mean. That that coach, both of them came over later and was like, "Hey man, I'm glad you guys were, you guys was on this game. You called it fair for both, you know." And that and this came from the losing coach. Yeah, like you know, we lost, but I don't feel like we were cheated. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I appreciate that. So you know, just those moments to get those. That that bit of positivity is worth all the bullshit that I did. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I, one thing I've learned with reffing with you and uh, uh, AKA Truck Turner, Daryl, um, we usually try to call a fair game because all of us have played basketball, yes. so we kind of understand basketball at what level it's at. It's not we can't ref grown man. Like we doing elementary no, games. you cannot. You cannot ref uh, elementary games like they grown man. You got to talk to the kids, work them through, and then grown man. You just say, man, I'm going to let y'all play or I'm going to call it tight. How do y'all want the yep. game to be called? Well, yep. we want you to let us play. All right, then. We're going to let you play. And we had a high, two high school teams that had some talent on it, and we wanted to see them play. We didn't want to dictate the game like you have with a lot of referees yeah, out here. Job out there. No. My job is to let let them play. Let them play. I call what I see as a foul. I'm gonna let you. I might let you pump. I'm gonna let you bump. I'm gonna let you touch. Little hand check here and there. But I ain't gonna let you get crazy with it and do. But I'm gonna let you play. Right. You know. And because I, I want to see the I want to see the talent. I don't want to be the one holding you back. Well, I got a call just to show I'm the ref taking over the game. Well, hey, that that's bullshit yeah. to me when these refs yeah. out here doing it. Half of them can't ref anyway because they don't even understand. Okay, this kid got a crossover. He ain't carrying the ball. He just got his hand on the side, and he's bringing it through. Or it's a Euro step. It's still two steps. Best story, and I got to put this on the record. (laughs) Best Euro story ever. If it ain't funny to you, you don't got a sense of humor. And I say, to hell with you. (laughs) But I'm going to tell my story anyway. Yeah. Okay. I go down to to a high school, and I'm sorry, Mr. Daryl Lamps. I love you, man. <laughs> he just called you out, man. Mr. Daryl Lamps. How old is Daryl Lamps? 89. 89 still rapping? Man, that man need to go somewhere and sit down somewhere, Donnie. That man need to go sit down and drink some milk. His bones probably brittle as hell. That nigga need milk of magnesium, too, nigga. <laughs> 
help him help him with his stool problem. I don't know. <laughs> don't tell me the man just shitting on himself. <laughs> Okay, so we oh, uh, we taking a trip to a game. Oh man! And we are talking basketball as referees do prior to games. And he said he commits to tell me, man, I hate that Euro step. So let me go back. This might have been two, maybe three years ago. Okay, so like I said, we talking basketball. And he's telling me how he hates the Euro step. And in the conversation, I'm trying to explain to him, yo, Mr. Lamps, you know, what does it matter if you take your two steps, you know, vertically, horizontally, yeah. one step to the left, one step to the right, right. one step forward, one step back. Right. It's still two steps. Right. He said, okay, I hear you. But if I see it, I'm calling travel. <laughs> and I literally talked to this man 20 minutes trying to get him to understand that it's not a travel. But I just couldn't get it through his head. He could listen. Huh? He, he didn't want to hit me. He was, man, he's stuck in his ways. Yeah, that, you know man, that man 89 years old, he'd have been through a whole lot, been man. Through a whole lot. And matter of fact, he might have refereed some of uh, uh old ass D's uh games when he was in college. <laughs> Back in the forties, he probably, <laughs> he, he, he probably ref some of Moses games. <laughs> him and him and James Naismith created the game of basketball <laughs> together. <laughs> the boy would play a pick up on the arc. <laughs> Give me the giraffe. <laughs> oh, oh, oh man, man! So we get in the game. Uh huh. Kid come down, hit a kid with the Euro, uh, uh. Mr. Laps called travel. Travel. Mm-hmm. And he stand on it. The coach is <laughs> going crazy. He livid. He damn near want to cuss. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hey, coach, I, I don't know. I I, I, I got to watch up here. Yeah, yeah. You that ain't your saying? area. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Mr. Laps commenced to call six Travels in a row on Euro. Oh man, the Six? coach is that at the point where he is explosive. <laughs> he said, "Mr. Referee, let me talk to you about what he doing." That's a Euro. I said, "Coach, what I can do for you? I can get him over here, and you can talk to him." Right. He said, "How can I get him over here fast?" I said, "Call the timeout." He said, "Give me a thirty. I said, "Timeout, purple." Yeah, Mr. Lamps, coach want to talk to you. Yeah. Miss Lambs come over. Coach said, hey, that's Eurostep. You don't know about the Eurostep? Mr. Lamps calmly looked the man in his eye and said, yeah, but this is America, son. (laughs) 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 This is America, huh? This is America. Ain't no Euros going over in America. Oh, man, Mr. Lamps, man. And walked away. Oh, and I looked, all I could do is look at the coach and say, what you want me to do? What you going to be? It's going to be a travel every time. Every man. time. He better try to do a different move. A hop yeah, step or something different. Huh? No Euros. Yeah, nah, uh, Mr. Right Lamps looked at the Euro like he was yeah. taking four steps. 
You know what I'm saying? He, he 89. He wasn't looking at the two. He seen four. And I think he wore glasses too, don't you? Yeah, he he might have seen six steps. That's thing you know. He seen the mother moonwalking down the court. He don't even tell what he seen. Shoot. That man running. That man having. That man running. That eighty nine still reffing. Yeah, he getting it in though. Yeah, that's you amazing, know. man. But you know, for him, it's 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 life or death. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. they say, I do it to to stay living. You yeah. know, to yeah. keep me active, keep me you know you know interacting with other people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's his livelihood. Yeah, because a lot of people get that old and they lost their wife or whoever. You yeah, know, they and he has lost his wife. You yeah. know, they just end up standing in the house and just die. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, you ain't seen him in a couple of weeks. You calling him, man, why ain't they answering the phone? Walk up in the house, they dead and stinking. It's yeah, over. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So, you know, uh, that's that's crazy, man. That's crazy. But I'm definitely, uh, I'm glad, man, that we really had, you know, went around everywhere. Milwaukee, Chicago, yeah. man, here, the Quad City areas. Uh, man, we done been everywhere refereeing, man. And we have seen some talented kids. And, um, and know, some bums. And some bums. And some bums. And some bad coaching. Some bad oh, coaching. coaching. Well, the other day, you know, we doing a, a game. Dude up by 15 points. And it's 10 seconds left. And they smiling like they lose. I'm like, coach, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing, coach? I'm not the one filing. Well, it's your damn team. Tell them stop filing, coach. Shit, what you doing over there? And he gonna tell me he not the one foul. See that's what I'm saying? You getting these guys out here coaching these guys? Don't know what the hell they doing. Yeah, you can't say let them. You can't call it. Use the timeout. I'd rather you use the timeout yeah. than waste my time putting my folks in the line and you up 15 points. Yeah, you winning and you filing like you losing. I'm like, yeah. man, something is wrong. He uh, he was on the short bus or something riding up he here. On? The short bus. Was he the driver? Yeah, he was the driver, was the driver. with the helmet. <laughs> With the helmet, bait, bait. He was doing it all. I'm like, hey, man. get out! Come on! <laughs> this boy, this boy was tripping, man. So I'm like, good lord, man. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, man. We've had some, uh, we've had some good times doing this stuff and um, trying to do what we do, man, and um, help some kids. Talk to yeah, that's, them. That's the most important thing, Mike. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I'm saying? The, the interaction. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And not just with kids that look like me. You know, even kids that don't look like me, yo. Yeah. You know, I, I want you to be the best at what you can be. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And if this is what you want to be, and I got a little, like I say, I ain't got all the info. Yeah. But I got something. Yeah. You know, and if, you, if I got something that you can use, by all means, use it. Yeah. Please use it to help better yourself, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you don't, I just look at life and say, if you come back and I hear you say, didn't nobody tell me, I'm going to be the motherfucker to raise their hand and go, you a fucking lie because I told you. Yeah. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah. But I don't like that. I don't like when people be like, no, don't say nothing to them. Well, I got to say something to them because if I see them doing wrong, and I don't say nothing. I'm just as bad as the other people to sit there and watch him do it. Hey, bro. And I'm just as bad as him yeah. for doing it. Yeah, hey, bro. Chill out with that. Don't do that now. You can listen to me or you can listen to that judge. Huh? When he say one year, you say what? Two years. You say something else, three years. You going to keep talking? So I'll tell you, speaking of a situation like that, I'm probably about, tell you how old are you now? So my oldest son is 22, so 
It had to be about 23, 20, 23 25 years ago, okay? I, I, and I can't remember the exact situation why I was in court. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And the judge is talking to me. Mm-hmm. And my mama there, you know what I'm saying? Because uh, she was visiting me and I was, she was like, where, where are you going? I'm like, well, I got to go to court. Like, well, I'm going to go with you. I'm like, it ain't even that type. It ain't even that serious. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I'm going to, you my baby, I want to go. So we in court and the, the judge is talking to me. And I'm, like I say, at this time, I'm in my 20s. So, you know, when you're 20, you think you got all the knowledge. Mm-mm. So I'm 20 with a, with uh, with all the knowledge in my mind, mm-hmm. but I got a nice piece of change that I didn't saved up because of you know my <laughs> lifestyle I was living at the time. Yeah, right? yeah. The judge tells me because I'm talking over him. Oh, he tell man. me to shut up. I commence to tell him who the hell you think you talking to? I ain't got to shut up. So if you don't shut up, find you in contempt of court. Oh man. I said, I don't care if you find me in no contempt of court. What's that, a week in jail? <laughs> you you going to egg him over, huh? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? He's like, oh, you one of them. That don't bother you. Well, I'm going to find you $250. Fuck your 250 I'll pay your 250 by the time I get to that door right there. Uh, you oh, still you talk. 500 Fuck your 500 My mama right here. I get shit. You know, like, I'm I'm there. Yeah. When it's all said and done, I owe the courts $2,000. For talking. For talking back to the motherfucker. It got to the point where my mama stood up and said, boy, if you don't shut your mouth, I'm going to come down there and slap you in. <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. That's what I'm saying. That you know, if my mama hadn't been there, you'd have been in, I'd have been still talking to right now, Mike. Oh, $200,000. Just talking shit. Fuck you and this court and everything you believe in and stand for and your mama. Because at that time, now I was quick to say that. Yeah. Fuck you and your mama. Just Fuck you to, and your mama. And your you mama. Did really try to yeah, piss him off. Yeah, I'm there. I'm there. I want oh, to be man. pissed off. Yeah, but yeah. you know what I'm saying? To look back on stuff like that, it's like, man, you were stupid. <laughs> you wasted two grand. Yeah. Oh, some bullshit. Oh, some bullshit. Oh, you know, and it, and it really kicked in later that night when mother was like, you could have gave that to me. Yeah. You just want to waste it in there on some BS. So, yeah. 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 And, and that's what we're trying. I'm trying to work with teaching young kids, my kids, you know, other people, kids. They're trying to help them. You know, all I can do with kids is say, hey, I'm going to give you some advice. It's up to you to listen. If you don't want to listen, then the rest is up to you. And all everything I say to you don't have to apply to you. No. You, I mean, I may give you, you know, a five-minute talk on something. Yeah. And only 30 seconds of it applies to you. Yeah. And that's perfectly fine. If you get, if you can use 30, a 30-second 30 snippet yeah. of that conversation to help better your life, and use that 30 seconds and discard the other four minutes and 30 seconds. Yeah, because just that little bit of advice might save your life because you never know who you're talking to. You might be talking to a dude who got a gun or a knife in his back pocket. Like you said, you carry that Swiss Army knife. You know, you might be that dude, I stab you in your neck. So yeah. you just don't know. So, you know, just you being quiet. All right, I'm going to leave this alone. I'm going to let this go. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm going to let this ride on. Because yeah. you just don't know. All right, you know, I ain't no punk. Sometimes it ain't, you ain't no punk. punk. No, man. it's about having some common sense sometimes. That's it. And, and, and you using, using your brain up there and thinking, you know what? This ain't worth it. Let me let me get on out of here, man. 
you know, you know, cause uh, a few minutes of pleasure could be a lifetime of pain. Man, nigga, I got one in the other room right now. Yeah. He's 22. 22, yep. Two minutes of pleasure. <laughs> and this dude is a lifetime of pain. <laughs> so you going to give us the finger? You give us the oh, finger. He's going to double finger us right now. <laughs> you, know, you know, so, you know, but, Mo you know, fuck you know, you know, you know, you know, that, that's the pain right there. That's the pain talk. That's the pain, you know, you know. If your asshole could talk, he your asshole is talking. <laughs> you speaking in tongues. Speaking in tongues. <laughs> you know, but rather than that, hey, rather than that, brother, I know you've done a good job with that young man. He's uh, in college. He's doing, uh, he, he's got himself together. He could be one of these kids out here that we know some kids that's in the street that had all the talent in the world and just out here running buck wild. Selling to- on the corner, trying to sell you some cigarettes. It could have been in the NBA. Yeah. You know, just blew all their talent. You know, standing on the corner trying to sell you some cigarettes. And you're like, man, what the hell what happened, happened to, you? to you? Damn, man. I told you to listen and try to, but they didn't want to listen. Now he it messed up basically. It ain't too late for him, but he done messed up a whole lot. Yeah, he, he set himself back. Yeah. He went back to go. He playing sorry. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, you know, one thing we got to get our kids just all kids to understand you want to be you want the win you want to you want the big win you know we all want it yeah but sometimes you got to celebrate your small wins to keep you going yeah keep your drive yeah because if you never celebrate your small wins you don't know where the hell you are yeah yeah so that's just one of those things you know you, you just you hope for the best and you know pray that they 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 get it you know yeah but yeah Always, always tell dude, shoot for the, uh, they say shoot for the stars. And if you hit the moon, you okay. Yeah, you okay. <laughs> and um, that's what we, uh, that's what we try to do, man, on Speak Your Mind, is have brothers come out, give their wisdom and knowledge. And, um, you know, we know you have came and did some positive stuff, what I've seen. And, you know, we just want to let you know, brother, you're always my man. And uh, we enjoy having you on the show. We always going to have you on here again with, some of your family members too to, oh, to speak because you got some more athletes. I just watched your niece this weekend and she the real deal. She got game. She trying to do what So thing. she got game. So I'm expecting some. And I know it's your brother training her and you work with her, you know, and stuff. So, you know, that's the part right there that these people got to understand, you know. When you put it, when you take the time and you see these people out here don't put the time in with their own, man. And then they wonder why they own is running out here crazy. And then sometimes you might put the time in and they just want to be hard-headed. Yeah, but mean, you did your part. Right. That's the goal, though. That, that's it right there. Yeah. Did you put? Did you give them the time? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, again, so you can't never say that nobody tried or did nobody look out for me. Because that's one thing you never want to look back. You know, as a as an older person, look back on your child or someone or or a young person in your life. You never want to look back and say, "Did I do enough to put them in the best place to be successful?" Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, you know. And at the same time, I tell all my kids, man, look, if I take one step, you damn sure got to take two. Mm-hmm. You damn sure got to take two. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. That's big. If you don't want to take two steps to to better your life. Then you got a problem. I don't got no problem. You the one. You, it's your problem because 
when I stop, when you get to a point where I'm I'm done with this, yeah, and it's all on you, you gonna wish you had a motherfucker that take one step for you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, and that one step usually a big step. You know, yeah. it's bigger than they two steps. Yeah, yeah. You know, so that's what they gotta understand is um, that you know. Just having positive people in your life, man, and uh, doing positive things, it can change the way you look at stuff. And, and nobody's saying it's going to always turn up perfect. No, there's it's, no such thing as perfect. No, nah, no. Nah. The thing is, you keep trying and keep fighting yeah. and stuff. So, yeah, brother, we glad to have you on the show, man. I know we'll have you back on here again. We got some more stuff we're going to do with you and your family members. And uh, man, we just—I'm just glad to have you on Speak Your Mind, and look forward to have you on there again, my brother. Yeah, I just got one thing for anybody else who comes on after me. Just answer me this one question: What sound does an orangutan make? <laughs> and don't none of you ignorant some bitches get on here and go ooh ooh ah ah. <laughs> You heard it. You heard it. You heard it. Only, only, only on speak your mind, man. My man Byron, man. Hey, we over and out. Bye. <laughs>